John Harris told me, he said, let me tell you something right now. The more you train, the more tricks he's going to pull. And when he said that, it was just, you know what, John? I cannot agree more with you. (laughs) You know, it was just one of them moments you knew you were talking to a dog. Yeah. Yeah, they don't nothing to a pup. You know, a pup no more good than striking that's been treated a good bit because he's going to pull every trick in the book. And if that pup can figure it out, you've got something. He's making it. He's on his way. That's exactly right. And I appreciate John for talking to me about that. And it's something that I've definitely lived by. I mean, he's 100% right on the money with that. Now, there was another question that got asked, and this is a hard one. It, to me, it's a really hard one because I some dogs you cannot break of it. Uh, right. They said they got a young dog that's chewing. Mm. Yeah. So your opinions on chewing? Chewing? That is a hard one. They're hard, a dog is hard to break from chewing. Uh, I have used some stuff. I mean, I've heard some old-timers say, and it does work. You know, some old-timers say, you know, get you some peppermint oil and rub on the tree, you know, and when they bite it, they don't like it, you know, and they'll, it'll break them. And, and, I, and I've tried it a time or two, and, it, and it's worked. It's worked on some. Some of it ain't, some it has. The biggest, the biggest help that I've had with breaking one from chewing is just I go in there and I leash him, I tie him back, where you can't chew, you know, where you can't reach up there and grab a hold of the tree. And I cut my light off and find me a log and I said, I'm not sit there and make him tree. You know, make him where he can figure out, hey, I can sit here and tree without grab reaching up there and grabbing me a piece of wood, you know, without chewing. But some of them chewing's a chewing is a hard habit to break. It's very hard. Some of them you can break, some of them you can't. And all it is, it's like a horse cribbing or weaving. It's a boredom habit that they've picked up somewhere. You or know, nervous, when they, like a nervous tick. Yeah, or a nervous yeah. tick, anything like that. You know, it's it's the same thing. And some of it can come from, you know, I've seen a lot of dogs start chewing because they've been left treed too long. Yeah. You know, they get hot and they go to tre- they go to chewing because they don't want to leave. So yeah. they go to chewing a little bit and then they pick up the habit and then it's, you know, it's a, it's a never-ending process once they pick it up. Chewing's a hard habit to break. You know, another thing about chewing is you really got to start checking their guts. Mm-hmm. You really got to get, get them in for vet checks because, man, they'll, they'll swallow some bark, and if it ever gets in that intestinal, it can be big, big, big issues. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that's something. A- that's something, yeah, chewing's a big, big problem. I mean, I would, I would agree with you, Tanner. That'd be about the only way uh, to really fix it. I mean – Chewing's not something I, I've read, ran into a whole lot. It's just I think of our line of dogs, we you know, no. haven't ran into it. Um, no. And maybe our style of training, I believe in getting to my dog within the quickest time I can. A lot of people say, oh, let him stay there and treat. Well, let me tell you something. If he's going to treat, he's going to do it again. He'll do it again. He's going to do it again. You know. Well, right here's, right here's a prime example of that. You don't never know when you're in the woods. You don't know. That's just like last night we were hunting. My fancy female goes in there. She comes to treat on a creek bank. I think it's going to be pretty easy to get to her. I walk straight down the creek to her. I get to her. She's treed up on a bank, and she's eight foot above my head. And the bank's straight up, and I can't climb up there to her. Right. So I have to walk down the creek, cross the creek, come up the other side, come in behind her. And when I come in behind her, it ain't nothing but briars and thick stuff, seven foot tall. And it took me 20 minutes to take a dog after I done got to the tree now. It took me 20 minutes to take a dog leash and a stick to beat my way into her. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. as far as I'll let them, let them sit there and tree for 10 or 15 minutes. And then you walk, 
you know, it takes you five or 10 minutes to get there. And then it takes you 20 minutes to beat your way in there till next thing you know, that dog's been treated for an hour, hour and a half. That's right. You know, and, and so, I mean, it's a, it's a catch 22 situation really, because you could, you know, something like that. But I mean, when you get in a hunt, you know, a dog gets split and gets treed the way the time's rolling, you know, it takes, you know, a dog might have to stay treed for a while. So I don't know when I'm pleasure hunting though, I try to get one as quick as I can. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, especially in the uh, competition hunts. I mean, you're going to have to have a dog that'll stay. I mean, oh yeah, one, they got to stay hooked. Yeah, they got to stay. But I try not to put a whole lot of pressure on them. I, I I give my dogs about a minute and a half, let them settle in. Once I see they're settled in, because I mean, you you know, with with Ched, uh, I don't want to talk about you know a whole lot about him, but I'll I'll talk about his training him. That was mm-hmm. one thing I learned with him was patience. That is one dog when he falls treed. You will think he's going to do it 30 times before he does it. You were there mm-hmm. one night. You know. You, you oh, were yeah. like, tree, and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that sucker. He'll trick you. He is a booger. I mean, you got to know him like the back of your hand. And that kind of feeds back into what we started with, you know, listening to your hounds. If you don't know this dog, you cannot call him. And Tanner Mooney, will, I promise you, will back me on that. He's a hard one to call. That he's, is for sure. I've been done minus out. <laughs> yeah i mean he's he because he, uh, he comes on it so hard and you yeah. think he's gonna but he's got like a triple chop yeah. and he ever if he ever throws that chip, triple chop i told you i said don't 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 do it, <laughs> it <laughs> it's his warning sign that triple chop yeah. and, and so they all have little quirks that you can listen to and you learn that dog good enough next thing you know people be treeing off your dog's locate and your dog will move over yeah because yeah, your dog's blowing up, you know, and all, all they're doing is tapping a tree and tapping a tree and tapping a tree. And some of them are doing it because they're smart because they don't want to, tr- they do not want to treat with other dogs. Yeah, that's right. You know, so, set a dog up. Yeah, yeah. A good dog will set a good dog up. I'm telling you, I've seen it. I have too. I have. And I've been yeah. schooled by good dogs. <laughs> yeah. I've been, I've, I've been in the driver's seat and beat dogs that way. And I've been in the loser's seat and I've been beat that way too. So, yes, sir. You know, yeah, I think I'm getting be like that more. <laughs> I have that no, for sure. For 100%, sure. 100%. Uh, so I had another question come up. They asked me, how do we address tree jacking? Well, the one way I do it is when I'm walking to my puppy, and this is from the time I start them all mm-hmm. the way to even when they're finished, I still do it. Folks, when you're going to your dogs, go to your dogs and get your leash on your dog and tie that puppy up please yeah. do it it'll stop these tree jacking idiots i'm yeah. telling you and, and it people say oh well you're just a, oh well nothing when you tie them back and all that excitement's going on with all those other people there it makes a difference yeah, go in there does. tie your dog back i promise you it'll help you tanner mooney what's your spin on it? Uh, yeah for sure get there and get him tied back um Cause I'm telling you, I have seen more dog fights started by a tree jacking dog falling on a dog, and it's not because the dog's ill. You know, it's not because the dog's ill. If I, if me and you were standing here and I jumped up on the wall and fell over you, you get up pretty pissed off too. I, you know? bite, I ain't gonna bite you. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, you'd probably be pretty mad at me too. So yeah, I've seen more dog fights happen by dogs tree jacking than anything. My big deal when I get in there, I like like you say, get them dogs back, tie them back, keep them on the ground, keep them, you know, keep them there. And another thing I do, what I try to do, you can't do it at every tree, but what I do is I try to 
get in there and if there's a limb or something or a log or something on the ground that's low that I can tie that dog down to where he can't jump or if he tries to jump, it pulls him down, but he can still get his feet on the tree. That's what I try to do to keep him from jumping, to keep right. him down, you know, keep him grounded and keep him locked in there and sitting there hammering. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause tree jacking guys, it, it starts fights. It starts fights. It it's does. just that simple. If you have a tree jacker, tie that rascal back just as quick as you hear that rascal tree, get in there, tie him back. It's just that simple. Um, some dogs are just naturally tree jackers. I mean, and that's, that's just the way it is. Uh, that, that's our honest opinion on it. I mean, um, now have you broke any from doing it? I broke a few, not many, uh, but I have broke a few from tree jacking and it's mainly, it's really and truly not that hard to break. You break it just how you prevent it. Going there and tie them back where they can't tree jack. Once they figure out every time you come in there, you're going to tie them back where they can't tree jack a dog is a creature of habit just like a human is they're creatures of habits once they figure out every time you get in there they can't jump eventually they'll quit now some of them won't some of them you can't break just like chewing but a lot of them you can yeah yeah now what age would you say i i you know me i i start my puppies late <laughs> right yeah i start them late and um i i like to start my pups around 12 months old now when i mean by start mm -hmm. i put them in the woods and start pushing them uh, what a lot of people don't realize, I think I, that gets misstated or misread in a way, because uh, mm -hmm. I do take them to the woods <laughs> right. and I, I yeah. am hunting, hunting them. Uh, I'll take, but I'll start taking them to the woods about six months old. Yeah. And then, and then from there, you know, I just watch them, whatever they want to mm -hmm. do. I let them do uh, like with your snap pup. You were, you were, you were telling me on the phone one day, you're like, man, he's wild as a rope. He says, it's like a wild. He said, he run everything, but he, that's not, that's not necessarily a bad thing. That's pups yeah. showing. He got a lot of smart, a lot of game. He's, he's got a lot yeah. of drive. Uh, don't, you know, like you haven't, you haven't gotten on to him real harsh for anything. And he doesn't really mess up that bad. Does he? No. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So no, my big thing, my big thing with me, with pups, I can't stand one staying around my feet. I don't care what you doing. Get out from under my feet. Get out from under this truck. Do something. I don't care what you do. Do something. So as long as he's out there, partic as I say, participating, I'm good. You know, I don't care what he's running. When he gets to be consistent, then we'll go to breaking. You know, we'll go to we'll go to breaking once he starts. Once he starts really training, if you start whooping on him or correcting him for running trash before he starts treeing. Then you're going to break him down where he won't go hunting or where he won't get treed or, you know, there's a lot of things. So, you know, when them pups are, when their pups are real little, ain't really, man, I'll let them run whatever they want to run. You yeah. Know, as long as they're doing something. Yeah, absolutely. And, and folks, don't, don't get rough on these pups. Let them be pups. Nah, you can, you can, you can ruin one just as quick as you can make one. That's right. If I was saying anything, just take it easy on them. Let them be puppies. I start tuning on them when they start. When they start clicking and doing a little better, if they really start messing up and running some off game in Florida, you got to be a little more careful with them because if they get on hogs or something like that, a hog kill them, I mean, right. flat out kill them. So, I mean, we, we have to be a little harsher on them. That's why we right. run uh, the, the shocking colors on them, our T-15s, and we'll, we'll go ahead and pull them off of them if we have to. I'd rather save their life and break their heart than yeah. not save their life and kill them, you know, and, yeah. that, and I'm being honest there because a, a hog's a nasty dude. Right. 
and you have one dog on a 300 pound hog, he ain't got a shot. No, he's done. He's, he's done. done for. He's done. He's not bred to do it any, anyway. So, <laughs> so Tanner, what we're going to talk about now is we're going to talk about pups that are starting to make it. They're starting to do good. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some things you start really, really correcting? And at what age? Let's say they're 10, 10 months old. They're going in there. They're running and training. Every now and again, they're going to pop on a possum. What are you going to do? I won't try to brag them off of it. Well, we don't want them treeing possums. If they're, if they're treeing, you know, they treat 20 or 30 by themselves. They're looking real good, and they're popping a the possum here and there. I'm going to break them. I'm going to do everything I can to break them. Uh, uh, well, I tell you, I had a dog a few years ago. Um, pretty solid dog. Uh, but my dad told me, he said, he'll never make it. I said, why is that? He said, just treat them possum. Can you? You're not going to break them off of it. And I'm going to be very honest, folks, on how I've done it. And uh, it's not going to be the prettiest story in the world. And uh, if you don't like it, I'm sorry, but I'm going to be honest with you. So this little dog, he was a nice little coon dog. He'd go in there and he'd drink. But problem is, he'd treat three possums to every one coon. <laughs> he was bad. He was rough. He was bad. So one night I went in there and I saw a possum running on the ground. And I went, all right, I'm going to break you tonight. So what I did is I took my Garmin with that T-15, and I turned it on up to 10, where it popping pretty good. And you got a constant, and then you have a manual. I never use the constant, and I'm going to make that a point to everybody. I, I refuse to use the constant stimulation. And the reason is I don't feel that's controllable. I feel that when I hit that pulse, he knows, and I'm telling him, stop, stop. Because I'm going to tone, I'm going to vibrate, and then he's going to get shot. And the stop that when I shock, it's to stop. That's the only reason why I'm stopping. When I'm shocking my dogs, folks, it is simply to put the brakes on whatever they're doing. Tanner, where do you stand on that? The same way. That's same the thing. I mean, if if I'm shocking one, it it it's bad. If I'm shocking one, something's wrong. That's right. You know, I, if your dog's getting out of pocket, I'm sorry, folks. Yes, my dog's out of pocket. I will shock him to save his life. Yeah, if he's getting close to a highway, if he if his life's in danger, you know you're out, I'm gonna hit the button. That's right. I'd rather hurt his heart and break his heart for a couple of hunts than see my dog dead on a highway. There is times when you have to shock your animals. There is times when they are running off game to correct them. You have to shock them. But do not go overboard with the shock. No, don't fry their brains out. No. What what I did that night, I took that little dog and uh there was a lot of possums out there. And uh, what it was it it, that was I was hunting a particular club that had a lot of feeders. I don't like feeders. I had I do not like like hunting feeders. But at them feeders, they were having problems with the possums. And the, well, the, the raccoons they see you coming, they run off. And possums they don't care. They uh, they, they stupid. <laughs> yeah, they big old basketballs, you know, just sitting up there. Oh, no, 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 no. And so my dog would run in there and he'd get that possum. But right before my dog would able to grab that possum when that mouth opened and he engaged. I engaged. He had that beat. He had that warning, which was the vibrate. And when he engaged in it, I engaged in it. It took me three possums to break that dog. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to tell you, I done it on a live possum. I did not do it visual. I did it where he went in there and I could watch him. I, I mean, he did not see the possum per se. I let him smell it. I let him get a good <laughs> whiff of it. <laughs> I want yeah. you to smell how good that possum smells. And when you go in there and you make the attempt to grab that possum, lights out. And it was. And we done that. 
uh, three times that night. <laughs> and on number three, he struck out. He finally said he didn't want no more. Tanner Mooney, that dog litter, I kid you not. To this day, he's probably one of my favorite dogs I ever owned. Was he the best coon dog ever in Noster? He was a lot of fun to hunt. And uh, he taught me a lot of things. And what he taught me was you didn't have to be so daggone rough yeah. to get your point across. Right. And here's the thing with these dogs, too. Talking about getting rough with them. Man, we're asking a lot out of them. I mean, we expect a lot out of these dogs. We want them to we want them to leave like a rocket ship, go through the country, get struck and treat, and do it quick, fast, and in a hurry. Yeah. And do it. And on top of that, do it alone. Stay yeah. away from other dogs. Do it by yourself. I mean, we're asking a lot out of them. So they're... The rougher you get on them, the more they think. It's like somebody being rough on you, you know, you more say, God bless, I don't want to do this no more. Everything I do is wrong. You know, every time I turn around, he's whooping me or he's shocking me or he's scolding me or whatever. So, I mean, I'm not saying don't correct them because by all means, correct them because you guys, like a kid, you got to show him the way. But right. you got to pick and choose your battles. You got to, you know, some battles you're going to get a little rougher with, some battles you don't, you ain't going to get rough hardly at all with, you know pick and choose and you know try to you know you can blow one up in a hurry you can ruin one in a hurry because we're asking them for so much and you know it's it's hard at, to get at, them at such it's, a young age at such a young age we're asking them for so much at such a young age you know you gotta you really gotta watch what you're doing because you can ruin one in a heartbeat absolutely absolutely i had a fan ask me jealous stream they were at a hunt the other day and mm -hmm. uh, they said that one of the folks said, what, what about these jealous trend dogs? He didn't quite understand what, what they meant. Right. So uh, jealous tree is kind of a hard one. <laughs> yeah. And I think the answer to that question, you kind of got to really, a lot of people don't know exactly what jealous tree is. Right. Jealous tree are these dogs, we want them to stay by themselves. And now we've bred them to be by themselves. A dog is naturally a pack animal. We've bred independent to independent to independent on down the line through the years. Now we've got these dogs super independent. Well, so in their mind, they want to be by themselves, but they can't help themselves from not treeing the coon. So they may, if a dog goes in there and slams on them, you know, they may tree four or five trees over, jealous treeing. Jealous tree into the dog that's got in the tree because they want to be by themselves, but they don't want to leave that in there. Right. And the way I break them from jealous tree, you can do it one or two ways. It's not that hard. Um, what I do is I'll cut a dog, let a dog get treed, and then me, it takes two people to do it the way I do it. I send somebody to the tree to that dog gets treed. I cut another dog to it. When they get in there, if they come by that dog, I ain't going to whoop them, do nothing like that. Whoever's standing in that tree, whether it's me or whoever I send in there, is going to be going, hey, 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 and running him off, running him, in, running him out of there. And that's how, that's the most luck I've had with breaking one jealous tree. And something else I'm gonna, that I want to state about jealous tree, or if you're having an issue with your dog staying treed with other dogs and you're putting them in a lot of hunts, folks, mm -hmm. really pay attention to what you're doing. Really listen to your dog on a tree and learn your dog, like I said earlier, because I'm going to tell you something. A lot of good dogs get ruined in competition hunts because of mean dogs. And if your dog starts jealous treeing or he's not necessarily jealous treeing, you're misreading it. So if your dog's leaving a tree and scooting over a few trees, you better pay attention to what your dog is telling you. 
It might just be a rough dog on the cast and, or, or you're buddy hunting with somebody and let's not even talk about hunts. Let's just say we're buddy hunting. And for some reason that puppy just keeps moving away from that tree. You better start checking, see what's going on there. Cause it might not be that that puppy doesn't want to be there. It might be that puppy's getting made up <laughs> right. and he needs a little assistance, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, so jealous tree can be confused for a lot of things sometimes. And, and yeah, it's, it, it, it's one thing that I, I would say that uh, you got to be careful with. And you really, really better know that dog before you accuse him of jealous tree because he could just be simply at been in too many hunts and been ate up too many times at the tree. That's right. That's you know, yeah. So now we're we're twelve months old with a puppy. He's okay. running. He's treeing. We got him broke off the possums. He seems to be doing pretty good. Uh, how many nights of hunt you you hunting from 10, 10 months old to twelve months old? How many how many nights a week you want to hunt up? Depends on the pup. Every dog's different. It goes back to what I was saying. Knowing that dog, every dog's different. Some dogs need hunting two or three nights a week. Some dogs need hunting seven nights a week all night long. They're like people. So it really just depends on how much I think that pup can stand. Uh, right here's a prime example. I've got two pups at the house now. I've got the snap pup we was talking about earlier. And I've got the river female that is off of uh, your cheddar dog. That They're about the same age. Right. All right. River's going to be one of them. It don't take much hunt to keep her right. Hunter, two or three nights a week, you know, just just keep her fresh, keep her going, you know, keep her legged up, that kind of thing. You know, it don't it don't take a whole lot of hurt. Now, snap, now that sucker, you got to hunt hair off of him. You know, he's one of them. He's wild as a buck deer, and he's you can drop him seven or eight times, and when you're walking back to the truck, he's still pulling and acting a fool. Now, that pup there, he needs hunted more, where the other pup doesn't. So it all depends on the pup. It depends on how much I hunt one. Yeah, and also hunt them with strange dogs. Yeah. That's why now when I start my pups, I'll start them, you know, I kind of, I'll start them a little by themselves, and then I'll put them with a dog, you know, put them with an old dog, get them trained, get their confidence built up, bring them back by themselves, hunt them by themselves, get them where they're really now, now they've really got to be trained, they've got to be doing it night in, night out, doing a good job, really trained good, really getting, starting to where I think they're getting ready to maybe start going to some hunts, looking good, then I'll put them back with a dog. And that's when I start working on, you know, dog, you know, staying to yourself, staying split, holding pressure. You know, if you go in there and slam a coon and a dog goes 50 yards by you and trees another one, I don't want you going to him. you got to stay right there where you're at, hold your tree, hold pressure. Then I start in with that kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, because that, that's really from 10 months to a year and four months, that's really when they're learning. They're learning yeah, every that, little thing. They're soaking it up. They're soaking up like a sponge. That's right. That's right. And then about two is when you start seeing them starting to really mature up a little bit. And that's when you can kind of lean on them and start really fine tuning. Yeah. Uh, right. I, I start fine tuning. Uh, I, I don't even really fine tune on my hounds because I'm not competition hunting. Um, and I, I feel like the older they are and more time I give them to learn the proper steps, I feel like at the end of the line, I'm going to have a better coon hound instead of worrying about competition hunts. And there's nothing about competition hunts. I just, it's my way of doing it now. You know, everybody right. changes their way. Babe Bruce is oh, a little yeah. different than, uh, than Mark Griffin, you know, right? they all swing right. different, but you know, yeah, it, it, right. it, it's no slight on nobody. I mean, it's just how I choose to hunt my dogs now. And, uh, I don't, I probably won't put another dog in a hunt till they're three years old. Right. That's, 
that's just like I, that's funny you say that that makes me think it's like me and my dad now me and my dad are as close as anybody gets you know me my you know you know me you know my dad you know we're as close as as father and son can be but when it comes to hunting me and dad don't hunt together yeah <laughs> i mean we may hunt we may hunt a little bit you know we'll go pleasure hunting every now and then together you know and we'll hunt our dogs together and we'll have a good time but as far as now he hunts almost as about as much as i do but we don't hunt together because he trains a little different than i do he sees things a little different than i do i see things a little different than he does it's not that either either way is wrong he me and him's both you know got a good one at the end of our leash you know or we feel like we do you know we both can train one from start to finish and and have a finished dog at the end of the process but his process is just a little bit different than mine mine's a little different than his neither way is wrong just a different process right right i had another question uh someone said um what do you do with a dog that won't leave your feet i'm gonna be honest with you folks you mm. cannot whoop hunt into a dog do you understand those words mm -hmm. i hope everyone oh, hears me on that you cannot into them. whoop it into them spread into them it's bred into them just like mouth is bred into them accuracy is bred into them independence is bred into them hunt drive is bred into them you cannot make here's the way i look at it i can't make a dog go hunting i can't make a dog trick i cannot you can't do that. You cannot make a dog go hunting. You cannot make a dog trick. Now, if he'll go hunting and he'll trick, now I can fine tune him to how I want him. You can't make him go hunting and you can't make him trick. I agree a hundred percent. I agree a hundred percent on that. You know, and um, it, it's training coonhounds is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. It's something that needs to be fun. And we're and we're being serious about this because we we want to explain in detail to you guys what we know and what we've come across do we know it all i promise you we don't even know a quarter of what we of no, what not even got. close not, not even, even close. close you know but we're trying to give you pointers from what we what we know and what from our experiences i my dad i i feel like he's one of the greatest handlers to ever live uh he's handled some fine ones and what i've learned from him is process and uh so i try to share that knowledge with with my community as well and this community is really growing tanner i tell you it's it's doing well our pro staff is taking off. Philip is doing well, you know, and uh, I'm really excited. I, that. I want to give a shout out to Philip and those guys at Ringtails, yeah. Talltails. Man, that's a that is a awesome company. If you guys need any your hunting needs, please check out Ringtails, Talltails. They treat you right. Good of people as you'll ever be around. Great to do business with. Yeah, he's just a wonderful guy, man. Anything you need, you call him up. Say, hey, Philip, you need that? I need this. Bam, he gets it to you. And he gets to you as fast as he can, you know, and, I, and he's a good, he's good people, man. It's just simply, simply put, but getting back to hounds, um, let's talk about when you start competition hunting one, what age do you like really putting them in competition? Hunt? Same way we're starting to put pins on how much I think they can take it. Depends on the dog. I say that a lot because every dog's different. They like every person, every one of them's different. But I don't like I don't like hunting them real young. I have hunted some dogs young. The Josie female I used to have, I, I hunted her super young. You know, she was 12, 13 months old when I started pushing her. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, there's a lot of guys that hunt, you know, hunt young dogs, and there's nothing wrong with it. I like I like for them to mature a little bit. And when I say when I go back, it depends on the dog. It's just like people, some dogs mature quicker than others. So some yeah. dogs can take can take the pressure of the hunts like can take the running up down the roads at a young age some of them can't yeah i mean that's just it they just can't and that's a big thing to me i think 
you know, trying to be a dog man and really look at your dog, you know, really pay attention to your dog. You need to, you need to really be honest with yourself and be honest and say, where's this dog at mentally? You know, can he take the pressure? Can he not take the pressure? So it just kind of depends on the dog. Yeah. And, and hunting with, and also hunting with good dogs. You need to be right. in the woods with good dogs. You need to learn what right. a good dog really is. And yeah, iron sharpens iron. That a hundred percent. And you get in there with good, good dogs and you start learning the tendencies of a good hound. When you start training, you, you kind of know what to look for. <laughs> exactly. it, it'll be natural. You know, it, it's just, I think folks put too much pressure on themselves and I think they put too much pressure on their hounds to perform too early or they expect too much too early. I had a young man message me a few days ago and he said, uh, I have a young dog. He's, he's six months old. I want to go ahead and start him. And I said, well, what have you done with him? And first thing he said, cage. Oh no. You know, it's, <laughs> it, and he said, it scared the heck out of him, you know? And I told him, I, he said, what do I do? I said, don't, don't show him no more cage. Folks, it's if it scares your dog, please don't do it. Please don't. You're ruining you're ruining your dog. I'm telling you right now. So I think a lot of people, you know, just like what you said a while ago, we expect so much out of them at such a young age. You know, and really the big thing, you just need to watch and see how, you know, see where they're at in their, you know, in their mindset and see if they're ready if they're ready and what they're ready for, you know, what the steps to take. Yeah, find you a good dog. Find you know, find someone around you. Don't don't use your own dog as a comparison sometimes you know yeah go out find you somebody's got a good dog go hunting with them just go hunting with them go see what you got and then you'll know yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, right. you'll know what you got and and then then go off of that folks you, there is no set age i've seen uh some young dogs at eight months old uh just absolutely phenomenal dogs and were complete naturals complete naturals and it was absolutely amazing to watch. And there's dogs that do start like that. And then I've seen dogs start like that. And then at a year and a half, they were done. Yeah. Because they were hunted too much. You know, so you got to read your dog. And that just comes from time in the woods, knowing your dogs uh, and just being calm and patient. Just patience. Yeah. You know, so but Tanner, I, I really appreciate all this, brother. You know, uh, yes, sir. We'll have another one. We got some comp uh, questions coming soon. So uh, I got three or four already. We're going to bring about 10 competition hunting questions in. And then uh, we'll go off of that. So uh, we're looking to our audience. Anybody that's got any questions uh, about competition hunting. And uh, Tanner and I would be happy to reach out, answer them for you. We'll do our best to, to do it. You know. And we don't know all the all the answers to every question, but I'm telling you, you'll never find an answer if you don't ask. Don't That's be right. afraid to ask. We'll help you. You know, we'll try to answer every question you guys send in. You know, send us some questions in. We'll try to answer them the best of our abilities. Don't be scared to ask. No, That's the only I mean, way you learn. Yeah, because if it wasn't for you guys, this would never happen. I mean, it, thank right. you, thank thank you all for watching this. I mean, to to be able to sit here and talk coonhounds with my, with my best friend and what what we do and what we love i mean this is something that we talk daily about and uh to share what we get to do with our audience is special to us so yeah, um so, yeah absolutely so thank you so much coming from hunter's wheelhouse tanner mooney i appreciate you brother see you next time all right god bless y'all take care like share and subscribe to the channel and stay tuned for more content from hunter's wheelhouse